Book of the Moody Talks, a podcast that seeks extraordinary stories in ordinary places. I'm your host, Austin Martinez. Today, we are joined by Judith Hernandez, a third-year speech language and hearing sciences student at UT Austin. Judith is the communications director for Texas Nishla, UT's chapter of the National Student Speech-Language Hearing Association. Like the three pillars of her organization, Judith is a wonderful example of service, membership, and advocacy. And through her passion and focus, she is also proudly opening doors for other Latinas in the field of speech-language pathology. So Judith, what is speech-language and hearing sciences, or SLHS? We basically work with people who have speech or language communication disorders, work with them to reach their goals and to effectively communicate with others. What do you enjoy about SLHS? It allows you to know the basic like science understanding and anatomy and functions. I really like that it allows you to work with people of different ages. And so it's not like tied to one specific age group. And so I like that it comes with a variety of different people and you just get to learn so much more. And it's also more of like working with people to meet their goals and not necessarily like wanting to perfect something. How did you learn about this professional pathway? I wanted to do something that I would help people <laughs> whenever I would take like those little like find out what major you should major in <laughs> quizzes. I always got like something about counseling or therapy. So then I started doing more research. And one of my friends in high school was actually going to be a speech language pathology major. And so um, she told me it was more about working with people and like people of different ages. So there wasn't a specific group or anything. And then I looked at the programs in Texas and UT was one of like the highly ranked ones. And so I applied to UT and then I got accepted. I know this can often be a big question, but do you have any post-graduation goals? I do plan to go into grad school. And then after grad school, I want to work in the community, most likely a school setting, but eventually I want to have my own private practice. So I'm working on my business of healthcare certificate right now for that. Wow. So what research topic really interests you? I'm bilingual. So right now I am interested in learning more about people who are bilingual and like how that affects their language development. How do you think your identities and passions helped lead you into this field? Yeah. So I'm a first generation student. I am really proud of my culture. And because I said I was bilingual, like I grew up in a Spanish speaking household. And so growing up in a Spanish speaking household, like I consider my Hispanic heritage, like as part of my culture. How has your culture provided you with a unique perspective in your studies? I find like different parts of my culture and like use that in order to remember like some of the things that I'm currently learning. And so like, I remember while I was taking a phonetics class, how like we talked about pronouncing the R phoneme, for example. And so like, I remember like it's speaking in Spanish. It's like, oh yeah, like there's different ways to pronounce it. But then in the English alphabet, it's different. And so it's just finding like different things like that, that I use from my culture in order to learn or provide examples that will better help me learn. Do you feel your Hispanic and Latino communities are represented in the SLHS field? No, it's predominantly white women who are in the field. And like, it's also seen within my classes. And so it's something that a lot of my professors also bring up because the lack of diversity within the field can also impact our patients. 
in Texas right now, the Hispanic and Latino population is currently growing. And so like if the clinicians aren't aware of different cultures, they might misinterpret or like misdiagnose a language For example, instead of a difference, they might consider it a delay. And so like, it's important to be culturally aware. Judith likes to bring her authentic self to her field of work. She helps others understand how a diversity of perspectives impact research and treatment. In my clinical observation class, we talked about how whenever you're assessing a child's uh, language, for example, some assessments can consider cultural differences wrong, like their answers can be wrong. And so if the assessment, it's supposed to be standardized, but it's technically not standardized since you're considering it wrong, it can affect the way that the culture or like uh, race or ethnicity can be like represented. Is one of your goals promoting racial and ethnic representation in the field? I do advocate for others within my career field. I don't think I've ever experienced it, but if some of my colleagues are like, oh, that's not right based on the differences instead of a disorder, I would mention that it's just a difference and not necessarily a disorder. I would strongly advocate for others to join. Judith is committed to being active in her university community through leadership on and off campus. She likes to provide representation to other young Latinas to inspire them to join fields because all viewpoints are needed. I also have a job as a Texas student recruiter. Another way for me to share my culture is by providing more information to Hispanic, Latino, Latinx, prospective students who are wanting to come to UT. I kind of just like share my experiences with them. You seem so passionate in everything you do. I am especially impressed by your passion for hand embroidery. When did you start doing this? At the beginning of quarantine, so like last March, I liked the satisfaction that I felt because I created something. And so it was nice that I could find a way to express my emotions. It started as a way just to show off my work, but then it kind of became a business. I am on Instagram at crafty period Judy with a Y. That's super cool. What is a piece you enjoyed making? One of my favorite pieces is a small embroidery of a rose. It's from the Loteria, so like the Mexican card game. And I wrote La Rosa. We're in this terrible pandemic, but you're still succeeding and spreading joy. So how would you advise others to bring light to themselves and others? My family and my friends are like my support system. And so I would just encourage other people to find their own support system and find something that they enjoy doing. So like for me, it was embroidery, but for others, it might be like drawing or painting, just a way for you to express your emotions.